Pray for me. Pray for me. Pray for me, pray for me. Yeah. Pray for me. Just pray for me. Over nigga. Loves Me Podcast, and I am your gracious host, Mitchell Brown. So glad to be here. Thank you all for joining me today on this podcast. Whenever you listen to this podcast, whatever time of day you listen to this podcast, thank you for being here. All right? Forewarning, guys. Um, per usual, once we get ready to record, once we get ready to... Uh, Get this thing going. News breaks. All right. So listen, if this is your first time listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast, subscribe, rate, and comment. I can't believe this is the 125th episode. But um, starting out with bad news, right? Uh, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg um, lost her fight to cancer, man. Fucking 2020, bro. No joke. 2020 is no joke, um, but uh, yeah, um, I mean, I don't have much, uh, I don't have any like, like details, um, from what I understand, uh, she was fighting cancer for a while, and um, eventually uh, she succumbed to the disease, um, so uh, we'll, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm sure there'll be a, bu- a bunch of stories, a bunch of uh, think pieces, and um Later on in the show, we'll even try to uh, give a little blurb or two about potentially how this can impact um, our upcoming general election for president. Um, but before we do that, um, I started last week's episode playing uh, that lemon joint off of uh, off of Conway's album, and I haven't had a chance to give it like a good listen, right? So there wasn't much music that came out this week, but we'll talk about it. Um, I love Griselda. I think that uh, I think that those cats are hella creative. I think that um, they do great work. Uh, they're hella active, um, and they can rap. And it's it's um very 
interesting how they go about the branding and they go about the merch right early on uh and and as as i browse um my music collection right and and like let me see if we could kind of shrink it right but like even their artwork on their projects it was like um abstract i guess that's the right word to like say the least the abstract part of it right um what they call their their projects right like you know what i mean like west side gun came out with the hitler wears hermes um and, you know, just like that right there. I mean, of course, anything with Hitler, I think, in our society kind of pushes people up. Oh, man, before I forget, Happy New Year to all the people that celebrate. Um, but uh, what was I talking about? Griselda, right? Um, this comedy project, man, really good album, right? Really good album. Um, if you're not aware of the album that I'm talking about, uh, Conway the Machine, Right. Uh, Conway the Machine. And I, I, I love how cats like change their name, like mid kind of career, I guess. Right. But uh, Conway the Machine from King to a God, that album. Very good album. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't I don't I don't think um, I don't think he missed. I don't think he missed. On this, bro. This may be um, one of the best albums, and like it's hard to differentiate what's an album, what's a mixtape in these days. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know how artists differentiate the two. This obviously, this, to me, this felt like an album. This from a king to a god thing. Um, I mean, still, my favorite album is Ten to Talk Three, out of uh, the Griselda Cats, right? But um. I think that Conway really did a really good job, this album, of, I guess, kind of diversifying his portfolio as a rapper, kind of putting himself out there as a feature artist, right? Um, I am one that felt as though Conway uh, was deficient in, um, not his lyrics, I think that his lyrics are tip top, but uh, kind of his, you know, delivery. Um, Conway, unfortunately, for those that don't know, uh, suffers from... A, a disability and that disability is a gunshot to the head um so like his mouth is kind of twisted up you know what i'm saying as a result of these wounds as a result of the uh you know uh like the injuries that he sustained um so certain at least i felt like certain bpms certain beats certain flows he wasn't able to really get in his bag on um and he shut me the fuck up Right. I mean, I mean, like even um, even 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 him borrowing that Drake flow like a little bit, you know what I mean, was, you know, I like I said, I felt like this album is really what will catapult him into uh, your more mainstream artist, but still be able to carry that street persona with him. Right. Almost like a modern day Jadakiss almost. Right. How. You know, you hear the locks um, and and like when they're, you know, together. And if you're a 19 year old that's listening to this podcast, um, the locks consist of uh, Sheik, Luch, Jadakiss and style. But. Um, fuck, man, what was I saying? I lost my train of thought that fast. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But, you know, with Kiss, Kiss can can, you know, give you the features 
on the Mariah Carey songs, and he could give you the hardcore, sh- like sh- street shit, rapping over Alchemist beats and all that, right? Showing that range as an artist really, really, really goes a long way, in my opinion, when I view rappers, right? Um, so, regardless of what type of hip hop you you like to listen to, be it uh, you know your trap shit, be it your uh, 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 you know, I mean, like maybe not your auto tune shit, right? And R.I.P. to DJ Shay, uh, he got a couple of inter- inter- interludes on this that he talks about. Um, but I think that this is this is an album for all rap fans, regardless, right? Whether you're a rap dinosaur, root what up, or if um, you know you're 19, this is something that you could kind of get your ears around, right? Really good project. Um, I'm not going to take too much time talking about it here because we got a whole show to get into. Um, so, uh, yeah, man, not really a lot that happened uh, this week, um, which is uh, which is really good news considering the, the path that we've been on in 2020. I guess, you know, the news du jour would be um, this Ruth Bader Ginsburg thing. So uh, sit back and strap in and uh, we'll be right back with y'all after these brief messages. I'll talk to you soon. Yo, yo, yo. What up, everybody? Welcome back. We are back. Welcome back to the Who Loves Me podcast. Um, started out, like I said, with the bad news about uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, um, Supreme Court Justice. And uh, I don't want to start too heavy, right? So I won't. I won't start heavy. Uh, I will start talking about, um, I guess, some good news. Right. Uh, And that being that um, the Clippers are who we thought they were. Right. And yeah, it's been maybe what? What what was game seven? What was that? Sunday? Tuesday? No, no, no. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Monday or Tuesday game seven was. And the Clippers lost to the Nuggets, to the Denver Nuggets. And they were down. The Nuggets were down. I I believe they were down 3-1 in this series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they came back twice from 3-1. And uh, like I said, the Clippers are who we thought they were. And um, I went, you know, during the offseason, whatever episode that was, damn, I don't remember. I really got to do a good, I really got to do a better job chronicling the things that I'll be talking about here, man, because um, I'll be completely honest, man. I, I didn't think that, like, when I first started this podcast, guys, I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't think that it was going to grow into this. Um. I didn't think that I, I I just didn't think that people wanted to hear me talk for that long. Um, and I was wrong. And let that be a lesson to never doubt yourself, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, that, uh, uh, you know, people fuck with you if you give them something to fuck with. Right. Um, so. Um, ah, game seven, the, the, the Clippers, listen, man, the, the Clippers are the worst sports franchise in the history of American sports. Okay. How I come in here and how I talk about Serena Williams, the greatest American athlete in the history of the United States of America, male, female, whatever. The Clippers are the worst team in the history of American sports. Okay. Now, I know some of you guys are like, nah, wait, nah, Serena ain't better than whoever, right? Jordan, Ali, LeBron, and let me tell you, she is, all right? And I often speak in hyperbolic terms when I reference 
Serena or I reference teams as atrociously successful or unsuccessful rather as the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, but I view it as this is the fourth decade that Serena Williams has been a professional tennis player. Okay. I'm going to just, I'm I'm going to, I'm, I'm, yeah, listen, I'm a dick eats Serena for just a little bit. Um, her and her sister, right? Because I don't want to minimize Venus's accomplishments at all. Um, and unfortunately, Venus, um, you know, she she was diagnosed with that uh, what is it uh, that autoimmune disease, and and you know that that obviously took away from her game as well as the fact that uh, she's relatively old for her sport, um, as is her younger sister Serena, um, and you know. I think the win percentage for Serena Williams among the top 50, the top 150 players in the world is something upwards of 85%, which like is like, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, there's no way I, I can't even put words to describe how incredible that is, right? We're, we're talking about hundred, the top 150 players in the world across you know, I mean, since what, 97, 98 to here it is, 2020, almost 2021. And, you know, so, I mean, we're talking the Lindsay Davenport's, the Martina Hingises, the, the, the Navratilova's, the Sharapova's, the uh, 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 Kim Kleister's, the um, um, shit, man. I mean, all of them. All of them fell to Goat Serena, right? I mean, I mean, aside from the championships, and you know, like like she's trailing Margaret Court in terms of uh, most major wins, but Margaret Court won a shit ton of Australian Opens at a time, and it was very difficult for the world to get to Australia. Um, but yeah, man, listen, there's there's, there's 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 there is no American athlete that has been as successful in their sport or that can prove to be more successful in their sport than Serena has been in hers. And you throw that on top of the fact that, you know, most of the athletes that we revere on the male side, you know, your Jordans, your LeBrons, your Tom Brady, so on and so forth. Um, these guys are the, like, like it's a team sport, right? So you think back to, uh, you know, like game six of that like Miami Heat final where like Ray Allen hit that shot when, when they were playing the Spurs. And like, yo, if Ray Allen don't hit that shot, we, 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 we don't view LeBron. And we're going to talk about LeBron because he's awesome. We don't view LeBron the way we might view LeBron in terms of his legacy, in terms of the championships. Right. Um, if, you know, Jordan never made it over the hump with, you know, Pippen and Phil Jackson and, and you know, you, you could just check out the last dance to show some of the adversities that he had to get over but he had help in tennis you're it's a lonely sport right it is a lonely sport in in tennis yeah listen we've seen uh young naomi osaka and uh her boyfriend corday we've seen them at the u.s open we saw the pictures and that was dope right that was that was that was really really dope but for the bulk of Naomi Osaka's tennis matches and tennis tournaments, she's going to be alone. 
Um, and that's a very hard thing. It's very hard. It's very hard to do that shit alone. You traveling alone. You lonely, right? Because you because your brain ain't in it. You got to psych yourself up. You feel what I'm saying? Um, I, I, if a guy did what Serena did, or if Serena was a white woman in America, um, I think that the public would revere her more. But because we are where we are and we live where we live and this is the country that we're in and um, these are things that we have to do. These are things that we have to deal with. I mean, early in Serena's career, she played a tennis tournament in her native state of California, won the tournament and crack his booter. Right. I say all that to say playoff P. What the fuck? Kawhi Leonard. Hey, man, we may not ever. We we may have seen the best of Kawhi Leonard. And this is and, and this is no shame to Kawhi. This is this is of no fault to Kawhi, right? Like these guys, some of these athletes really make almost impossible feats seem like casual strolls in the park. Right? It's it's really fucking hard to do what these guys do, right? Um you know, Kawhi Leonard, basically uh, the, the, the kind of front runner, the proprietor almost to this load management movement that we're on in the NBA, right? As we, as we think about um, advanced analytics and so on and so forth. But, um, man, I ain't think they was going to go out like that, yo. I ain't think they was going to go out like that. Like all of the hype. And they traded, I mean, they traded the farm for Paul George. I don't think the Clippers have a, have a first round playoff. I mean, excuse me, have a first round draft pick for the next like six or seven NBA drafts. Cause you know, all that shit goes to Oklahoma city. Cause yeah, I mean, it's, they are who we thought they were. Doc Rivers might get fired. It's, I mean, Steve Ballmer might hit the luxury tax. It's, it should be sinking, bro. Ship be Sinking. P with a P. Ship. Be sinking. Right. So let's talk about somebody that wins. Um, and, and, and that's LeBron James. Now, I'm here to shoot LeBron. I, I'm not even here to shoot LeBron no bail. I'm here to give LeBron his just due. Right. LeBron James might be the only player in history. In history. That lived up to the hype. He might be the only. Listen, to what I'm saying, LeBron. If it, and like it's, it, it sucks too because you 19 year olds, you won't get it. Your 19 year olds won't get it, right? LeBron might be for the hype that LeBron had, right? LeBron and I graduated high school the same year. Okay, our junior year in high school, LeBron was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, and I believe the 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 cover had chosen one on it, right? They started calling this dude King James and he was 16. Games will be on ESPN, right? You see the St. Vincent, St. Mary's, he'd have to cover up his tattoos because of the Catholic school that he went to, right? And, um, you know, I remember my AAU coach, shout out to Derek Renard, um, 
he was like, man, I think LeBron James is good enough to go to the NBA right now. And this was a time when, like, young cats was out and they was going to the league, right? So, like, LeBron was, you know, one of the last to, to go to, to the NBA fresh from high school. Um, and, you know, like Kwame Brown fl- flopped, Eddie Curry, you know what I'm saying? These guys uh, who, who, you know, were also sold to us as the next to be really, really good. Um, it, it, it didn't, you know what I'm saying? It didn't work out. It didn't work out the way they, the way we hoped for them. You feel what I'm saying? Um, so now 17 years later, I think LeBron James has made his 16th all NBA team all and, and, I'm not sure if this is all NBA first teams, if he made 16 of them, right? Um, oh, no, 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 because he wasn't all NBA last year because he got hurt. But he he was on an all NBA team. But 16 years of all NBA teams, that's incredible. And if you're not familiar with what all NBA means, it's like at the end of the year when they give out awards, um, you know, they choose the top 15 players at certain positions or at their respective positions um, out of all of the 400 or whatever in the NBA. Um, Just like how at the end of a high school football season, you'll have, you know, X amount of high school All-Americans, cats that made All-State, first team, second team, third team, All-State, All-Conference, All-Area, or whatever, right? However it is that you do it, right? And uh, this was the 16th year for LeBron. And because LeBron is so good, we view other players, other athletes as not quite good enough, right? Like a Carmelo Anthony came in the same year as LeBron, except, you know, like Carmelo had one year of college under his belt. Um, and so, you know, he, he doesn't perform at the same high level. He still performs at an extremely high level. L- let me be clear. I know we got jokes about Melo, but he performs at a very high level, just not to the point where LeBron James is. Someone like a Dwayne Wade, who, you know, came in the same draft class. Granted, Dwayne Wade was a junior in college before he got to the NBA. But, you know, Dwayne is no longer in the NBA. He's choosing to do other things, spend time with his family, and more power to him. LeBron's still out here. I mean, first team, all NBA. It's incredible. It's incredible. Right? It, it's, it's, I mean, it's. It's incredible, right? Now, there are other things that LeBron does that we could talk about. I'm not going to talk about it right now that I'm not too big on. But what he does at work is totally outstanding, right? Um, so this NBA bubble is, uh, let me see, how, how much more? I, I, got one more? I got one more sports topic, and you know what? I want to talk about this. We're back with NFL football. And I'm 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 not gonna talk about the games or anything like that at all, right? I I I'm I'm I yeah I'm not. I'm gonna talk about some of these players, right? So, albeit you know sanitized, right? Albeit safe, the NFL has finally decided to uh, publicly say that they are not racist. 
that they want to end racism. We need to end racism, end, um, uh, you know, discrimination, right? They have end racism on the, the field. Cats on the back of their helmets. They're wearing um, people's names that were murdered by uh, what we're told are police officers. And Alejandro Villanueva, I believe his name is, and uh, he plays for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, Tyler Eifert plays for um, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Alexander Villanueva, and you know what? Let me um, let me let me uh, let me Google this to be sure exactly. Alexander Villanueva. Oh, Alejandro, pardon me, Alejandro Villanueva. Um, former U.S. Army Ranger, okay? Um, he, he received the Brown Star for Valor. Uh, he is an offensive lineman for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, he, so, so in a league that's about, the, in, in a league that does not encourage individualism, in a league that is all about uniformity, uh, un- uniformity. In <laughs> um, a league that, in a league that, find Brandon Marshall, because Brandon Marshall wore cleats to symbolize uh, mental health awareness. Some Brandon Marshall, somebody that publicly and you know, like openly talk about talked about his battles with mental health. The league fined him when he tried to wear some cleats to bring awareness to mental health struggles that people face. OK. Um, you know, like Peyton Manning, NFL darling. Um, the NFL would not allow him to wear a certain thing on his uniform to pay homage to Johnny Unitas. You know what I'm saying? So the Pittsburgh Steelers all agreed to wear um, Antoine Rose, the name of Antoine Rose, on the back of their helmets. Antoine Rose, black teenager in the Pittsburgh area that uh, was shot in the back by police officers or people that they tell you were police officers. Um, But Andrew Villanueva chose to wear, and I don't want to get this brother's name wrong either. Um, Come on, man. Give me your fucking ads, dude. Where is it? Give me the guy's name. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Alwyn Chase. Alan, uh, Alejandro Villanueva chose to, to uh, tape over the name Antoine Rose, and he put the name Alwyn Cash on there. Pardon me. Alwyn Cash. Okay. Um, and Cash was uh, posthumously awarded the Silver Star for, for you know, his, like, heroism. Uh, he died at the age of 35 while on duty in uh, Iraq. Um, from what I understand, uh, he saved a lot of lives and um, eventually lost his life because uh, he he was pulling people out of a burning car. Um, he sustained burns to 80% of his body and he eventually lost his life due to these um, wounds. I mean, I mean, this like Alwyn Chase guy is a hero in any stretch of the imagination. However you want to quantify hero, this guy is it. Right. Like that's some that's I mean, that's some ballsy shit. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that this Alwyn Cash guy, I keep wanting to call him Chase, this Alwyn Cash guy is not deserving of being, you know, like recognized. Absolutely. He is. 
But if you and your team get together and you guys are all say, hey, listen, this is what we're going to do. Why would you do anything against that? Right. And I mean, um, I believe uh, all when all when Chase died. Um, 2005. Why? Why choose now? Is what I'm saying. Not that Alwyn Chase does not deserve. I mean, he and his, he he deserves everything for that sacrifice. Alwyn Chase also a black man, by the way. Right now, I appreciate what you know, like Villanueva did in terms of punish me. I dare you. Punish me for wanting to celebrate a black military hero. But this is what NFL locker rooms would call a distraction. You feel what I'm saying? Like you made this choice without discussing it with your coach, with your teammates. Um, I believe, you know, the military people would call this uh, breaking the chain of command, going rogue. All right. Um, I I would like for somebody to ask Villanueva, why now? Why choose now at a time when the NFL is is trying to shed light um, on on something? Excuse me, that the NFL dropped the ball on. Let me be clear. The NFL dropped the ball on this. Okay, But why now would you choose to do that? If you're Mr. Like Villanueva, okay? Now, that's not the same as Tyler Eifert. Tyler Eifert, whom, um, by the time you hear this podcast, may be out for the season with an injury, because that's what he does. And he's, 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 I mean, worse, he's worse than Kyrie Irving when it comes to his availability. Um, but the NFL has a race problem, man. The NFL has a race problem, right? Like, you you cannot, like, like he, and I'm going to talk more about, you know, social media and all that shit later on, but, like, Tyler Eifert be liking accounts and shit with that, that, that he, he be liking posts by Charles Kirk talking about uh, white privilege is a racist lie. By who, bro? Like, like racist by who? Hey, I, I don't know who needs to hear this. I am, I am pretty confident that I have a decent amount of white, you know, like uh, white listenership. Um, and let me be here to tell all of the white people that listen to this podcast: black people cannot be racist. Like, not, not, not in the racist sense that like. We're, like not in, not the type of racism that we're fighting against now that 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 the country would have you believe we're fighting against we're really not um not that type like black people can't be that type of racist black people could call, could like you know call you a cracker you know what i'm saying Some fucking uh fuck scumbag honky piece of shit cracker black people could say that type of shit punk ass white boy black people could say that type of shit right black people can't stop your kids from going to a certain school you feel what I'm saying? Black people can't stop any white person from getting a job in America. Right. And I mean, we saw that. 
that that was a that 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 was that was a hell of a segue. I I, I am I'm going to give it up. That was a hell of a segue to talk about this Ruth Bader Ginsburg thing. But we saw that when Barack Obama was president and um, he wanted to have uh, I, I believe it was Merrick Garland as his Supreme Court justice and um, Moscow Mitch kind of vetoed that. Right. Because he was like, nah, man, you know, uh, we got to have an election coming up and this, that and the third. And like we had 269 days from when Antonin Scalia died to the election. Right. We're 46, 40, 45, 46 days from the next presidential election. Right. And they're and they're going to force They're going to try to ram a nominee down our throat. Pause. Um, but like Tyler Eifert. And I don't know if the Jacksonville Jaguars, I haven't, I haven't been watching football, whatever, I, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if they've all agreed to wear certain players' helmets, I mean, certain players' names on their helmet, um, but Tyler Eifert chose the name of David Dorn. David Dorn being um, the retired police officer, I believe, the retired police officer um, that was murdered um, during... Um, they, they they call it the George Floyd riots. I don't I don't want I don't, I don't want to call it that. He was murdered during, he was murdered in the street in St. Louis, um, while people were looting some local businesses. He was murdered in the street, and yeah, it's it's very unfortunate that David Dorn died. But you know you might remember like David Dorn. Um, Trump talked about him at the uh, at his. Um, not the State of the Union, but Trump had, had had talked about him, had his family up there. And uh, I believe this is from David Dorn's uh, daughter. Here we go. Yep. And this is from. Um, shit, they don't even give a name. This is from Anonymous. So, you know, what? this might be a load of horseshit. Um, but. Uh, it says, uh, where we at? Where we at? I just lost my track. Here, here we go. In fact, his daughter said that their father opposed many things that Trump has said and done. Quote, the things he said about Colin Kaepernick, the kids locked in cages, the racist remarks. These things really bothered him, White said. I'm assuming his, his daughter's last name is White. His perspective as a black man was critical to his rejection of Trump, they said. Right? Mm. So... And and I believe that this brother was killed by white guys. I believe, right? Like um, those uh, those police officers that were shot in Los Angeles, those sheriff's deputies that were shot in Los Angeles, and um, that asshole sheriff, his name is also Villanueva. I wonder if all the assholes are named like Villanueva. They, they used to be a security guard that worked at my school when I was in high school. Um, and he used to get real fresh with the girls. His last name was Villanueva. It's like Villanueva, like a, like a, like a scumbag last name for shitty Hispanic men. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Cause like that guy, like Villanueva, I, I don't remember his name, but he was like a security guard and he used to, he used to get real nasty with the, the young girls. He was a piece of shit. Um, but that sheriff, he's been real quiet since. You know, the facts have 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 linked um, some white supremacist group called the Boogaloo Boys, Bungalow Boys, something like that, boys. To the shootings of these officers. Because, listen, 
I don't know who needs to hear this or who doesn't know this or whatever. But white people hate the fucking cops. Okay? White people hate the fucking cops. White people hate cops more than black people do. Right? When you hear about cops getting shot and shit, it ain't really black people shooting cops. It's cops shooting black people. White people be shooting the cops and killing the cops and cussing out the cops and fucking doing crazy shit to cops. That ain't black people doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? But I would love to I would love for somebody to to put a camera in or a microphone in these guys' faces and say, yo, bro, l- let me ask you, man, what was the motivation behind this? Like, why'd you choose now as the timing for this? You feel what I'm saying? Why did you choose now as as like the timing for Because the timing is not it doesn't make sense to me. The timing doesn't make sense to me. Okay. Timing that does make sense to me is Andrew Gillum coming out and telling us shit we already knew. That made sense to me when Andrew Gillum came out and said, hey, when he was on Tamron Hall and they say, hey, I'm 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 bisexual. And I, I want to come out as a bisexual man. And, and I mean, hey, good for him, for him wanting to come out as a bisexual man. But hey, bro, why'd you have to have your wife next to you? And how long ago did you decide you that you were openly bisexual, bro? Did was it before or after those um those like pictures leaked? And that's so shitty, no pun intended. Um But I you know, I can't believe that happened in twenty twenty, man. Like twenty twenty has been a fucking bitch. Twenty twenty has been insane. Um if you don't know, um uh gubernatorial hopeful out of Florida, Andrew Gillum, um Got caught up in some hot water. He, he, there was some pictures that surfaced to him laying face down, ass up on a bed in a hotel room. Uh, some dude in a little gimp costume. Apparently, you know, people was getting up in that booty hole. And uh, he was he was wasted after a wild night of gay sex. Now, A, that's fucked up. Right? That's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Um... Nobody, male, female, whatever, nobody should have pictures leaked of themselves um, without their consent. That's fucked up. You feel what I'm saying? I'm not here to kind of justify that. I mean, I know I'm laughing at it, but that's not funny. Um, B, uh, nobody should have their sexuality weaponized against them. You feel what I'm saying? That, That should never happen. Especially when you consider the discourse in our society is that, you know, black guys are homophobia, black people are homophobic, black people are transphobic, black people are all of these things are like, you know, we're kind of like the bigots as it, as it pertains to people expressing themselves sexually. And again, that's not true. But Andrew Gillum going to get these jokes, bro. Right now, listen. As a way to kind of counter the myth of black men in particular being the ones that are homophobic or transphobic or whatever. Um, ask your woman, fellas, if you are listening to this with your lady, ask your woman if she would date a man that used to date men. Ladies, 
if you're listening to this, and, and you know what? I would love some feedback. If you don't already follow me, check me out on my socials. My socials are my government name. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later also. Um, with an underscore that's after the brown. Would you date a man that possibly used to suck dick in the past? Right? It's been almost 18 years. It's been almost 18 years since my freshman year of college, right? Let's say, and I didn't, by the way, right? But let's say, and you know what? I'm I'm not even going to throw me in it. Let's say an 18-year-old gentleman that went to college the same time I did chose to experiment sexually with another guy. And then, you know, now, like 18 years later, you know, he's he's a heterosexual guy. And he and his lady, his girlfriend, fiance, wife, woman, whatever, is talking about, you know, whatever they used to do in the past sexually. And he said, oh, yeah, like, you know, I mean, like, I remember one time, man, we popped a whole bunch of ecstasy and I let this dude suck my dick. Watch how, I mean, you know, they, they did a whole fucking, uh, a whole show about this. Shout out to Issa Rae. They did a whole show about this. And yet I see women blasting this out like yes king stand in your truth hey bro i thought that i thought he cheated on his wife i thought that that wasn't okay i i thought i i I thought that it wasn't cool for him to i thought I felt bad for that woman and being his wife. You guys heard me say on this platform ad nauseum, you best not embarrass no black woman publicly. See your ass, Mr. Postman. So you got your wife up there next to you and you time by. Oh, yeah, I'm bisexual. Hey, bro. I don't know if your wife wants you. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, I don't. And, and listen, y'all live in Florida, bro. Florida ain't really, they ain't really, I mean, and they ain't in South Florida. Like, it, it ain't like they on some Miami shit. Like, you could probably get away with that in Miami. Um, I believe that Andrew Gillum went to FAMU. Um, that's in Tallahassee. That's North Florida. And listen, they ain't too many places more racist than North Florida, Southern Georgia. There ain't too many places, I mean, that are more blatantly racist than North Florida, Southern Georgia. And Andrew Gillum is from North Florida. There ain't too, there ain't too many open minds out that motherfucker. You know what I'm talking about? So, you know, what's his church family? You go down south and you talk to black people down south, they, the first thing out their mouth is about your church family. What's his church family going to think about that? I don't know. I hope he finds support. I hope his wife is okay. I hope. Right? Um, But we can't celebrate Andrew Gillum cheating on his wife and, you know, I guess discovering after he cheats on his wife that he likes men sometimes. And then chastise Offset and Cardi B. All right? And and, and I'm not going to spend much time talking about their divorce per se because, I mean... I, I, I don't think we should care as a as a as a public. I don't think we should care about this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't think I don't I don't think we should care. Um, to me, this is just a sign that these guys are 
humans. They're people. They're regular people just like everybody else. Their relationships end just like everybody else, right? They struggle just like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? They have insecurities just like everybody else, right? For whatever reason, we think it's because somebody's good at their job that they're not, that they will not succumb or they will not have to face the same trials and tribulations that we face in our lives. And quite frankly, that's just not true. Um, but, uh, you know, there's rumors floating around about why Cardi chose to file for divorce and all. And, and I, hey, listen, more power to them. I, I, don't, I don't know about these people's personal business. There's going to be a whole lot more motherfuckers that make money talking about their personal business. Um, they got a family still. They got a child still. You know what I'm saying? They got things that they got to do for each other still. Um I am I am going to talk about how happy you guys seem to be at this news. And when I say you guys, I'm talking about you guys. And how you guys feel about that song that she made with Meg Thee Stallion, that wet ass pussy. And I've never seen so many guys so upset with wet ass pussy. Wet ass pussy is one of my favorite destinations when I travel. I enjoy nothing more than a cool drink on a hot day with some wet ass pussy. I don't understand why you guys would have a problem with women excited about having a wet ass pussy for you to enjoy. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? But we talk, oh man, I can't be- now now y'all talking about the kids? Oh man, what about the kid? Man, fuck them kids, bro. We try to get this wet ass pussy. And you know what? Kids come from wet ass pussy. Wet ass pussy is here is a gift from God for us to incentivize us. In fact, sometimes even trick us. That's right, I said it. Trick us. Into procreation. It is extremely difficult to pull out of some wet ass pussy. Here this woman is, of, uh, I mean, an American success story, right? I believe Cardi's family is from some island somewhere, some third world country somewhere. I believe her family's from East Haiti. And... She makes it over here and she scraps and she claws and she figures out the system, pulls herself up by her bootstraps and she makes a success for herself in these United States. And she might just want to pay a little bit of homage to some of the tools that were able to change her life, ladies and gentlemen, right? Let me, let me say that again for the people in the back that ain't paying attention. She wanted to pay homage to some of the tools that God has blessed her with to uplift herself out of poverty. If that's not an American success story, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what is. And you lame ass niggas don't want to do nothing except chastise this woman and berate this woman and denigrate this woman, especially at a time like this where she might be going through something that hurts her emotionally. You know what I mean? Having to give up on her relationship, on her marriage. 
right, due to irreconcilable difficulties, where's your empathy as human beings? All because she made a song talking about how she want to give you this wet ass pussy. Y'all motherfuckers want to think about the kids when Kai was talking about her neck and her back. Y'all want to think about the kids when Akinelli was saying, put it in your mouth. And that young girl was uh, on the song. I don't remember her name, but when she you could lick it, you could flip it, you could taste it. Y'all want to think about the kids then. There wasn't. Y'all want to think about the kids when Easy e said, uh, 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 don't be afraid, it's only a dick. You know what I'm saying? Get your groupie ass out my hotel room. Y'all wasn't, y- y'all wasn't afraid when Dr. Dre was saying, it, 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 uh, 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 don't matter, just don't bite it. Suck this dick for daddy. It's the world's biggest. Y'all wasn't mad at, y'all wasn't thinking about the kids then. Y'all was calling C. Dolores Tucker and all of those other people, bitches and hoes and shut the fuck up, bitch. You don't know shit. When she didn't want Luke and two live crew to walk around singing, hey, we want some pussy. Y'all, and now we are, fast forward 2020, y'all got a problem with attractive women inviting you to their wet ass pussy. Ugh, disgusted, disgusted by you niggas, disgusted, disgusted by y'all. Don't know no other way to say it, Right? I'm especially disgusted by you niggas as well. This is another reason. And I don't often come out and I don't often come on here and talk bad about fellas. I try to uplift fellas because there's a lot of other places you can you can you can uh shit on men at. And I don't I try not to do that here, but goddammit, we gotta keep it real. We can't be out here selling no tickets and selling no stories and lying and talking that bullshit here at the Hillusby Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. That's not what we do. It's not what we do. Feel me? We got to keep it funky. We got to keep it real. For the past two weeks, it's been a uh, 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 white girl after white girl after white girl coming out talking about, hey, y'all, um, I want to come out and say that I've been impersonating a black woman and I don't want to. And, uh, uh, uh. and let me tell you, when you see the pictures of these women, who the fuck think that they black? Who the fuck thinks a Jessica Krug, and I, 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 there was two other chicks, I'm not even going to look them up, I don't give a fuck about their name. Who the fuck thinks that they black? I know who, white people and black dudes. White people and black dudes think that, they like, oh nah, you tripping man, she cool. Because you think that, you know, this little white girl going to give you some little pussy if you, you know what I'm saying, nigga. These, these, these women is white as fuck, right? Just like Sean King. You know what I'm saying? Hey, listen, ain't going to be no surprise to me in 20 years when Sean King come out the closet. Talk about, hey, hey, yeah, listen, uh, 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 I finally got my 23andMe results back and uh, uh, I'm 47% Romanian. No shit, nigga. You know, no shit, dog. Hey, really? No, hey, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna feel like this shit is like, like, uh, just like uh, Gillum. So, hey, uh, I want to come out of the closet as bisexual. Yeah, nigga, we know, nigga. You've been in the closet with a glass door, nigga. We see you in that motherfucker. Fuck you talking about, man. It, it, it ain't gonna be no secret when Talcum X 
come out and talk about, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I'm uh, uh, 53% Icelandic. And uh, uh, on my mama's side, I'm uh, 70, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm 7% Ghanaian on my mama's side, though. Like, nigga, shut your, you feel what I'm saying? Back to these white women impersonating. Hey, man, only in America could being, could being black be a detriment to your success if you black. But if you white, you could be successful being black. George Washington University, they didn't want to fire that Jessica Krug woman. They didn't want to fire her. They, they you know, say, hey, babe, you got to resign. Hey, listen, man, I'm <laughs> fuck that. Hey, I'm a, I'm a, I'm I'm a, you know what? I'll, hey, I want to tell you guys the truth. My, my audience, listen. And I've been holding on to this for years now. And I finally feel comfortable enough to uh, stand in my truth. All right. Let, let me just take a sip to wet my palate a little bit. For years now, I've been keeping this secret internally. And it and it it's it's finally time for me to be real with you, the fans, my listeners, my friends, my family, as well as myself. And come out and say that I'm a forty nine year old white man. Yep, I know. I know. I know it's shocking. It's surprising. And um, I've done my best to live my life the best I could. I've done my best to uh, live my life as a black man, but it's, it's very hard to live this lie. All right. I'm a 47, excuse me, 49 year old. See, that's how long I've been lying. I don't even know my real age. That's how long I've been lying. I'm a 49 year old black. Uh, oh, shit. I'm a, 40, I'm a 49 year old white man. And God damn it, if you don't treat me as such when I apply for a mortgage, then you're a bigot. And uh, you're a racist because I'm trans white and you're a transphobe also because I'm trans white. I'm transitioning to be a 49 year old white dude. And I expect to be treated as such. Right. That's ridiculous, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? That, 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 that's just as ridiculous as y'all niggas. Letting these white girls slide as black because you think you're going to get some coochie. Not no pussy. You're going to get some coochie. All right. Because coochie come with problems. Shout out. And, I, and please somebody tell me that female comedian's name. That Please somebody tell me that woman's name. And y'all know what video I'm talking about. That thick ass girl that was walking down the street talking about the difference between pussy and coochie. It's yo yo. It's it's always the chicks with the brolic voices and shit that be sexy as fuck. She was thicker than cold peanut butter. You know what I'm talking about? But um, yeah, that's ridiculous, isn't it? It's fucking ridiculous that we that 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 here we are with this shit, right? Just like it's fucking ridiculous. Last week you guys heard me talk about that show, my pregnant husband or whatever, and um, I see that that how how that show and or, or rather that episode. I only watched one episode. That's all I could do. But one couple, they had the kid, and they, uh, well, no, not, not the couple didn't have the kid. That guy had the kid, I think. I think it was the guy. And I really don't want to be disrespectful. 
Because I know, right, like, this, this, shit, this shit is on the internet. The internet is forever. And um, on my socials, I use my real name. I don't hide from the shit that I say. I said what I said. I'm a man. I, 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 I deal with it. I don't run, hide behind no pseudonyms and no bullshit like that. No funny characters, nigga. My fucking socials are my government name. Come see me on Crip. Um, but, but I guess the guy had the baby and then they said that they're going to let the child decide the child's gender. Hey man, that's a terrible idea. It's a terrible idea. It's a terrible idea to let a child decide anything. Terrible idea. It's not a, it's not a, it's not like, like, uh, How much does science matter? Right? Like, like, how much does science matter in people's decisions about being whatever they choose to be? Um, I say that because, right, biologically, there's differences between, you know, men and women. Not, I mean, I mean, between male children and female children. Right? You have to teach female children how to bathe differently than how you teach male children and vice versa. You feel what I'm saying? You have to teach male children certain customs and certain behaviors and certain uh, rules of etiquette that you don't have to teach female children and vice versa. You feel what I'm saying? There's certain norms and acts of decorum that you talk about explicitly with male children that you would and you would not have the same conversation with female children. It matters for the child. It matters. It matters for that child. I think it's a terrible idea to allow a fucking child to make any goddamn choices. Point blank, period. You can call me whatever you want to call me. I'm a big boy. I can handle it. Okay? But please, ladies, uh, you know what? Hey, let your kids choose, right? Because while, while all you fucking idiots are deciding to, you know, Tell Bradley that he's really Rebecca or what, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to keep the main thing the main thing. Well, all you guys sit on social media and you debate about whether Dr. Dre's ex-wife deserves $2 million or whatever the fuck we argue, we're going to be arguing about next week. You got to keep the main thing the main thing. And there's a lot of people that's excited, that's talking about uh, that documentary, The Social Dilemma. And um, I'm surprised that this is, I mean, I guess it's maybe because it's a whole bunch of people that kind of created these systems and these algorithms that are talking about how terrible the things are that they created. Again, that's uniquely white. Uniquely white. Black people could never... We could never be able to do that. We could, black people would, could never be able to create systems that are detrimental to our society 
in ways in which we can't even begin to measure at this point and then be asked to sit at to sit down and be interviewed about it for the movie unless we're sitting down and being interviewed about it from our jail cell black people could never be able to just say hey yeah you know we created devices and machines and computers and artificial intelligence and algorithms that's really going to horse fuck us for the rest of humanity and possibly do irreparable damage to our brains as well as our vision systems because our brains are not designed through years through centuries through eons of evolution to sit there looking at a screen all day. The blue light affects our vision in ways that we can't even begin to uh, fucking measure. We can't even begin to talk about the dopamine hits that we get from somebody liking our photos, all right? All of these colors and all of these things that manipulate us psychologically. We can't even begin to wrap our hand, our, our, our brains around it yet because we don't even know. We don't even have the data to support what is going to be impacted, all right? Social media is as old as what? I mean, I mean... I know the Facebook dropped, I think, in what, 05, 04, 05 was when the Facebook dropped. We ain't had these devices as as we had these devices. What, the first iPhone dropped in what, 2009, 2010? You know what I'm saying? We don't even know the effect that this is going to have on our children. People go out to restaurants and shit, and they're supposed to be sitting there as a family talking and getting to know one another. And you know what I'm saying? The two parents is, is fucking in their phone. The two kids is in their iPad. Right? I remember when my goddaughter was a little baby, uh, like like a real like little baby. You know what I'm saying? Like my man Sal, Sal, what up? He, he would always say, yo, like no matter what, like I don't know how she's able to find her shit on YouTube. She can't read, she can't do, but she somehow she's able to find her shit. I don't know how. Able to hit the skip ad button. Don't even know what's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, you know, it's, 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 it's crazy to me how they're able to do that. And I've been saying for years, yo, man, we slaves to these devices, bro. I, I remember this, this was maybe shit, bro. 2012 I think 2013 um you know there was this there was like this young lady that was meeting me somewhere and uh you know I told her where I was at and she was like oh man I don't I don't know where that is you know what I'm saying it ain't coming up with my GPS and I was like hey listen man you know you're gonna take this street you're gonna make a left on this street you're gonna go down three lights you're gonna see an Exxon gas station you're gonna make a right after you make that right at the Exxon gas station call me because the house is on that street she was all fucked up because she she was like, yo, if 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 my GPS don't get me there, I don't know where it is. And I'm like, yo, baby, that's a terrible idea. What happens if you ain't got no GPS? What happens if you ain't got no phone service? What what happens? What happens? You relying upon. Right. We use these devices for everything. And then we'd be mad when the battery run out. We want to take pictures. We want to film fucking 4K video. We want to uh, uh, place bets. We want to trade stocks through Robinhood. We want to listen to music. Right. We want to buy clothing. We want to do online banking. And don't let us want to make a phone call at three and we complain about the battery life. What the fuck you expect, bro? 
so you know the social dilemma thing comes out and and you know the the people are saying oh man i would not i would not let my kids use yeah and it's like oh my god i told you this thing was bad they wouldn't even let their kids use it yeah no shit nigga you think the ceo of patron gonna let his kids drink the shit fuck the fuck you think the president of philip morris is gonna let his kids use the product motherfucker you kidding me what's up with y'all man like are we so dependent upon these devices that we can't even think for ourselves anymore please don't answer that question but i mean this is um this is who we thought they were this is who this is what we thought it was this is all about the fight. This is all about the struggle for people that create things that are displayed on these platforms like this podcast. How do we get compensated properly for it? OK, now, even though my government name is my social, yeah, I'm not big on that shit. And, and honestly, that kind of limits and hampers the growth of this podcast. And let me be clear, ladies and gentlemen, I am not interested in being famous. Famous people can't even end their relationship without motherfuckers worrying about it, without people cracking jokes, bro. Like y'all relationships are any fucking good. Like the only people relationships who fail are celebrities. Like the only people who ever get caught having sex uh, uh, with someone outside their relationship, be it hetero or fucking gay sex, are politicians and famous people. A lot of you niggas is bisexual too, but y'all can't tell y'all baby mothers. A lot of you niggas. So yeah, you can have jokes about like Andrew, no doubt, and he could get these jokes for sure. But nigga, you just like Gillum, nigga. In fact, you're not just like Gillum because Gillum at least had the balls to tell his wife about it, albeit his timing was probably a little poor. He could have told his wife earlier. But he still ended up telling his wife. And honestly, that's going to garner him more respect. You get more respect if you own your shit. You stand up and you stand proud in your shit and say, Damn, you know, what? yeah, that's my mistake, bro. I fucked that up. She might hate you, but she'll respect you. Right? Marion Barry, former mayor of D.C., right? You talk to some people in D.C., they'll tell you he was the best mayor they ever had. Marion Barry was on police footage in a sting operation, smoking crack in a hotel room. When the cops came in and slapped the bracelets on him, first thing out of Marion Barry's mouth is, bitch, set me up. God damn it. God damn bitch. Set me up. That nigga wasn't saying, oh, nah, I wasn't smoking. No, you ain't see me smoking. No, I wasn't doing that. He said, bitch, set me up. God damn it. He wasn't mad about smoking no crack. He was mad because he let himself get fooled by some broad. Bitch, set me up. God damn it. Right. So the people in D.C. was able to, hey, you know what, man? 
I fucks with it, bro. The good outweighs the bad. He was the mayor that uh, 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 gave black people federal jobs in a way that was able to create the most uh, 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 the most wealthy, pre- predominantly black county in the country. That was a direct result of Marion Barry. You know what I'm saying? If you own your shit, people can get right with it. You feel me? Um, last but not least, I guess we have to figure out a way to talk about this Ruth Bader Ginsburg thing. Um, this is um, and 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 I mean, not so much about her and her life. Um, like I said, there's going to be way more people as the week progresses. Um, that are more intelligent than me about this topic, that know more about her accomplishments than I do. I don't even want to begin to do a brief kind of Google search and go over it because I'm totally unprepared. Um, but I mean, I, I anticipate they can't wait to decide what happens with women's bodies. And in my opinion, that sucks. Right? Like, like I, I, I don't think any man should decide what happens to an adult woman's body. Um, in fact, the only time a man should decide what happens to a woman's body is if, um, uh, is if this is a, is if this man is a parent of this child, of this young woman child, this young girl who is a child. Once. She becomes an adult. Hey, bro, whatever she want to do is whatever she want to do, bro. You, you, you can offer a suggestion, but you can't. You feel what I'm saying? Because I'd be damned if some chick tell me what I'm going to do with my dick. I'd be damned if some chick tell me, hey, bro, you got to keep your ball shaved or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, bitch, I shave my balls if I want. You feel what I'm saying? But, like, we have politicians that want to make it policy to decide whether or not a woman can actually get birth control through her employer's health plan. When some women don't even use birth control for sexual purposes, some women use birth control as, hey, actual medicine. Would you believe that women using medicine? Huh. Right. So I already see it now. You fucking degenerates going to be talking about uh, how we need to, you know, repeal Roe v. Wade and they're going to be comparing abortions to genocide like white people have a fucking problem with genocide especially white men Um, and it's going to be real intriguing and there's going to be a lot of people that even add more pressure to this election coming up in November talking about yo y'all better vote because if y'all don't vote women ain't going to be able to And Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies at 87. And I wish that Breonna Taylor could have lived to be 87. I wish that, you know, Sandra Bland and Rakia Boyd and, you know, Corinne Gaines and um, all of these women whose names are escaping me at this point. I wish they could have lived to be 87. Or at least died on their own, you know, because they ran out of time, not because some asshole put a bullet in them or, you know, fucking strangled them to death and made it look like a suicide. 
but they didn't have these opportunities. And I completely understand if somebody wants to withhold their vote because they're not getting anything from it. I completely understand that. And this is particularly for my black people. Don't if you don't want to vote in this election, bro. Don't be pressured into voting in this election. All right. Un- unpopular opinion. But Donald Trump is the president white America deserves. Our leadership as it currently stands is the leadership white America deserves. Okay. And nobody questions why Latinos, why Trump is going to get 30% of the Latino vote or why he's polling at 30% with Latinos currently. Excuse me, the, the 30 of Latino men, Latino men. All right. Nope. Nobody talks about no. Nobody talks. Hey, how come Hispanic guys and Latino guys want to vote Democrat? Nobody talks about that. Right. Nobody talks about how many. What percentage of the Asian vote is going to Trump? What percentage of the Jewish vote is going to Trump? What percentage of any other vote is going to Trump? They just want to talk about hey, black people. Y'all better vote Democratic. Look. Senator Harris is wearing Timberland. And let's be clear too, she ain't even got the Tims that's real right. I don't like like you know what I'm saying? That 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 goes to show she ain't got no fucking swag. Don't everybody know you gotta wear them double sole Tims. You can't be out here wearing them the dunt the dunts. You gotta wear them two them two sole Tims, bro. The wheat joints, the new buck joints with the single collar, too. You can't have them double collar. That shit look real country. You can't have a double collar. I know my Detroit niggas be, be wearing them shits, but them, shit, them shits ain't banging. You got to have the single collar joints with the two soles. You feel what I'm saying? Those are Tim's that you got to wear. But we'll see what happens now. Like I said, we 40 something days to this election. And. Um, we'll see what happens, man. But don't be pressured into doing something, bro, especially like I haven't heard anybody talk about anything that they're going to do in terms of tangibles, something tangible for black people. It's, oh, yeah, well, we're going to have criminal justice reform and that's going to. Oh, yeah, we're going to have whatever. And that's going to. Oh, yeah, we're going to do. And that's going to. You feel what I'm saying? Yo, there's people in Flint, Michigan that still can't get clean drinking water, my nigga. We don't give a fuck about that no more. Right. We supposed to be happy that Breonna Taylor's family got, you know, uh, 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 got a settlement. Hey, man, that ain't no real money compared to their loved one's life. Yo. How much do your sister life cost? Your niece, your cousin, your daughter. Your girlfriend. Twelve million. Hey, listen, I don't. don't, Hey, twelve million dollars ain't enough for my mom's. I, don't, I, I mean, I don't have a sister, but $12 million ain't enough for my cousin. You feel what I'm saying? You know, me and like one of my aunts, we don't really get along, but $12 million ain't really enough for her. And she's a real pain in the ass. So, you know, y'all be real fool with, with these numbers. In real life, if we being real, like for real, for real, $12 million is not a lot of money. Like, 
if we if if we being real in 2020 going forward 12 million dollars i'm not sure i'm not sure you can live off of well mm, i i don't know how life is in louisville kentucky right but if you if you 30 years old if you're 30 years old the average person cannot live off of 12 million dollars for the rest of their life in new jersey Nope. Nope. And y'all could and, and, and y'all could call me elitist, y'all could call me whatever. Like I said, I don't know what the cost of living is in Kentucky. Um, I've never been to Kentucky. Never really had a real reason to go to Kentucky. Um, I hear some good looking women in Louisville and you know, if I ain't seen them when I was twenty, I damn sure don't give a fuck about them now that I'm pushing forty. I'll tell you that. Um $12 million is not a lot of money. And I mean, it ain't even like we talking about $12 million net. Right? I don't know how like settlement to tax and it like that. You got to talk to your local CPA and all that. But $12 million ain't really, we going to live like hogs in the fat house kind of money. Uh, listen, and if you want to, if, if you want to argue about it, bro, I do this shit for a living. So, come holler at me. Um, but R.I.P. to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. R.I.P. to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And um, yeah, it's gonna be an interesting couple of weeks. And uh, just an FYI, I will not be here the week of Election Day. No, sorry, Bob. I won't because uh. Half the country going to be pissed and some shit going to go down and my black ass ain't going to be here to witness it. But, um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast. If this is your first time listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast, please subscribe, rate, and comment. We're on, um, we're on hella platforms, man. And, um... Shout out to uh, one of our distributors. Uh, Shout out to Anchor. Anchor wanted me to. um, Well, they they have presented me with the option of uh, doing some ads to talk about people like registering to vote and all that. And I was willing to do those ads, um, but they wanted me to do those ads for free. And um, I mean, not that we make, you know, a lot of money doing the ads that we do. Um, but we make some and I don't make enough money, be it on the podcast or in my real life, um, to do anything free for a fucking corporation. So, um, if you give a fuck about voting, go get registered, bro. You don't need my black ass to tell you how to do it or that you should do it. You've heard it way before you, way before we got here now, motherfucker. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back with that We'll be with y'all next week, man. I can leave this shit alone. I'm telling you. We'll, we will be with y'all next week. Um, y'all take it easy, man. Please take care of yourself. Please stay safe, man. 2020 is not playing fair, bro. It is not playing fair, man. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting something important that I wanted to talk about, but it's slipping my mind right now. I'm looking at my notes, and it's not on my page. So, fuck it. We out. Y'all be good, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys. Y'all take it easy. Get it!